Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And this week's conversation is actually going to be a little bit different than what we have done in the past. It is, as I'm recording this, the 3rd of January. I was thinking of getting something on the 1st of January, or maybe even the 31st of December. But that didn't happen, so here we are. And this is just going to be be me with my New Year's resolution episode, which is uh, maybe a little bit different than other New Year's resolution episodes that you may have heard in other, uh, other podcasts, other elements. As I was growing up, there were a couple things that my dad focused on a lot. One of those was goals. And I hated, 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 hated talking about goals for a couple of reasons. One reason was because uh, I don't know what I want to do. Number two, I don't know what I'm able to do. Number three, uh, it's just so hard. And so I've been thinking a lot about goals <laughs> and I'm, I'm approaching goals a little bit differently this year. Um, I think I have mentioned on previous episodes that I have felt like I am in the passenger seat of my life. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like feeling like I'm just kind of coasting. It is easy to coast, but I'm not getting a whole lot done. Uh, I'm doing some good things at the, the things that intersect with my path. I'm accomplishing stuff and that's wonderful, but I'm not making progress on uh, a lot of things that I think I would like to. So uh, let me just share with you my attitude about goals. And then I may share a couple other things that uh, kind of are dictating how I've decided to approach my goal setting for this year. And away we go. Number one, uh, one of my problems with goals is this idea of smart goals. You've probably heard this before, specific, measurable, attainable uh, R, I think, is realistic. T is time-bound. Smart goals. We should set smart goals. And I hate this concept because attainable and realistic are illusions. I don't know what's attainable. I don't know what's realistic. Based on my understanding, based on my knowledge, based on my understanding of things, I'm going to have an idea of what's un- what's attainable and what's realistic that may not have any basis in reality. It's based, it's what's attainable or what's realistic based on what I know right now. And I'll give you an example. Several years ago, I wrote a book. Uh, Book was, I think I've talked about some of this in the past, but the book is called 21 Days to Success Through Networking. It was a traditionally published book. Before I started working on this, I had the idea, I had the desire to write a book, and it was an unattainable goal. It was something that was not realistic, something that I didn't think that would would ever happen. While I was working on this book, and I had a co-author, this was Ron Sukinik, who wrote a book about networking. It was kind of like a textbook. It was it had some great content, but he wanted to turn this textbook-like book into a story and reached out. We connected, so I was his co-author. And what that meant really was I wrote the book. I wrote the book based on his um, previous book, and 
we collaborated, we developed the story together, but I wrote it. I wrote the, I wrote every word. And while we were working together on this, we had decided we're going to publish this book. This is going to be a published work. And we didn't know how that was going to happen yet. So I started researching self-publishing as an option. If we don't find a publisher, we're going to find a way to publish this ourselves. At the same time, I started talking to Allison about, as she was getting ready, Allison, my favorite, of course, <laughs> as, as you may know, and as she insists every single time she comes on, on the podcast, we started talking about some of the things that, that she was frustrating about, frustrated about, and we decided, the two of us, at about the same time that I was working on this other book, that we would write a book called Irregardless. This was a grammar book, not a very good grammar book. It was a grammar book that would really serve to entertain us. And uh, I knew that there was, it's a short book. There's no way that we were going to find a publisher for it. I didn't even have any interest in trying to find a publisher for it. It's about 40 pages. And most of those are <laughs> partial pages. And I found that Amazon, at the time it was CreateSpace. Now it's it's part of Amazon. But Amazon makes it very, very easy to publish. Very easy to publish books. And this was something that I had the idea and within days, literally, I had a work in hand, a published book in hand. So before I started working on this networking book, if I had set a goal to write a book, it would have been a very long-term goal, maybe three to five years out. I didn't know how long it would take. Now with additional insight, with knowledge, with with some new research that I'd done, I discovered I can literally have an idea and a week from that date have a published book in hand. So this idea of what's attainable and what's realistic really is something that I struggled with. Why should I constrain my goals to something that is, at least as far as I'm concerned right now, as far as I know right now, what's attainable and what's realistic? And the reason is because, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how to publish a book or I don't know how to, whatever the goal might be. And part of the process, part of the growth process, I am convinced is figuring that out, learning it, finding resources, finding tools, finding uh, ways to assist. So that's one of the things that I've struggled with. Attainable, realistic uh, are garbage words, in, in my opinion, and they, because they don't exist. There's somebody who's attained probably anything that I'm going to come up with for a goal. There's somebody who's figured it out. I can find ways. I can find the, the resources. I can make what is in my mind realistic and attainable today something that I can easily blow out of the water in uh, a matter of, of a much shorter period of time than over the course of whatever I'd choose, a year, six months, two years, five years, whatever. So that's one thing. The second thing is um, I woke up on Saturday morning, January 1st, and I felt exactly the same as I did when I woke up on the day before and the day after. I think a lot of times I think I make the assumption that a date, January 1st maybe, is going to change me. I'm going to be different on that date because I'm no longer going to want to uh, eat junk food or there's 
going to be a greater desire for me to work out or whatever. And that just isn't the case. We are, we grow by degrees. And I think a lot of times when we set goals, when I have set goals in the past, I'm making the assumption that I'm going to start a new habit or I'm going to, I'm going to stop an old habit or I'm going to change a characteristic or behavior. And I make the assumption that it's going to be a permanent, a permanent change. And all of a sudden, January 1st, I'm going to feel like working out. And then I wake up and I just don't. And so there's a book by BJ Fogg, who is a, a professor, I think in Chicago, but he wrote the book called Tiny Habits. You can go to his website, tinyhabits.com. And I think he's got an email uh, course. It's about five or six days that he'll um, take you through. And the the point is that our our goals many times are so large that they're intimidating. And when I get up, if I have the goal to work out for an hour every day or 30 minutes every day, that's just overwhelming. And I wake up and I feel like, uh, nope, nope, today's not the day. I'll start tomorrow. And it is so easy to put things off, procrastinate, not get the things done. So his concept is tiny habits. Set a, set a target, set a goal that is small enough so that you eliminate the resistance. So if I get up, it's cold outside. I don't want to go jogging. But if I have as my target, I'm going to put on my running shoes. Uh, that's something I can do. And once that's done, it's really easy, or I should say it's easier. I got my running shoes on. Uh, let me go out and at least walk around the block or let me uh, do something physical. Uh, an example, I've done this in the past where I wanted to, you know, setting the goal to do um, X number of push-ups a day. That task can seem daunting. But if I have the goal to do one push-up a day, one push-up, I can do one push-up. That's, there's almost no resistance to that. <laughs> the biggest thing is I got to remember to do it. But once I'm down uh, on the floor doing one push-up, that's easy. It's easy to do a second one and then the third one. And then I can um, hit targets that I wouldn't have hit otherwise. And so that's a concept that I'm trying to incorporate into what I want to accomplish for this year is I'm going to start with tiny things, uh, hopefully reduce the resistance that I've felt to having the big, the big um, outlandish type goals. A third thing is knowing that that resistance, resistance is going to come. I know it's going to come. And so do I have a plan? Do I have a plan for when it does come? What am I going to do? Uh, something that I started doing, uh, I'm about a weekend. We'll see how it works is I'm, I'm planning my time a little bit different than I, differently than I have. I've got a, uh, a list that I'll create every week. And over the course of the week, I'll put reminders for, uh, for, to myself on the, the list for when I make my, my weekly plan. But then I put everything on the calendar. And I know that once the calendar says that it's time for me to work out, uh, I'm not going to feel like it. But the calendar says, and so I'm going to do it. Just like when the calendar says, I got to be at work. <laughs> or when the clock says, it's time for me to, to uh, be at a meeting. It's time for me to be there, whether or not I feel like it. So I'm going to try that. I'll give you updates on, on how that goes. And then the last thing is the, the result that I have had many times with goals is my goals have served only for me to remind myself how 
far I am from where I want to be. Uh, there's a book that I've started reading called The Gap in the Gain. And uh, I like the concept. I'm not very far into it. Uh, but there are two ways of thinking about things. There's gap thinking and there's gain thinking. So for example, if I think about where I am, where my life is in comparison to my contemporaries, people that I graduated high school or college with, and I can follow them on social media and I can see what they're doing and the lives that they have and the jobs that they have. And if I can compare myself to that, then I may I may beat myself up because I'm not there. And if I had just applied myself harder, if I had chosen a different major, if I'd taken a different path, whatever, I could be in a different situation. Gap thinking. Gap thinking is a comparison of our current situation with an ideal. And there is no way to feel good about yourself or your life or your choices. There is no way to feel good about that if you have gap thinking. There's no way because you're always going to find how you've fallen short of some ideal. Gain thinking, on the other hand, is comparing yourself to where you've been. So uh, as an example, several years ago, I got my private pilot's license and I can think of the gain that I've had in personal development and personal skills from where I was before I got my license to where I am now, where I have my license and look at what I've been able to achieve, what I've been able to overcome. Another thing that, um, that has been a part of that, uh, for me is deciding how I want to, how I want to improve myself. I've always thought of myself as, as a person who likes to coach. I've always enjoyed coaching, helping people see things. Um, so this last year with some encouragement from Marcin, I decided to get certified as a life coach. And so, um, I think about the things that I've learned, the, the struggle that I went through as I was going through the training, it was not always easy. And it was, uh, easy for me to compare myself to others. And here's where I fall short that back to that gap thinking. One of the things that I want to, um, to do for myself this year is focus more on the gain thinking. Where am I now compared to where I was rather than where am I now compared to where somebody else is or where I could have been. So this gap versus gain thinking. And then, and kind of a, a byproduct of that is it is so easy for me to beat myself up for me to be unkind to myself because of decisions that I've made or haven't made, things that I've done or haven't done. And again, that gain thinking always will leave us feeling better than having that gap thinking. Where am I compared to where I was as opposed to where am I as uh, compared to where I could be or should be? There is no should. There's no place that I should be. Where I am is where I am. And gain thinking where I am compared to where I was. All right. If I'm not where I, if I have not improved, okay, let's make some adjustments, but there's no ideal. There's no ideal meaning where I, where I could have been if I'd made different choices. We don't even know that. We don't even know if I could have been in some, um, career or some um, financial situation or some relationship situation or family situation, or there's no way, there's no way to, to know. It just, um, that kind of thinking just serves as a way for us to beat ourselves up. And that's so unkind. There's uh, the, actually the most 
popular, the most downloaded episode of the podcast was one where I played the uh, valedictory speech of my niece, Lexi. And uh, she talks about being kind and being kind to ourselves. And I think that's so important. Being kind to ourselves, uh, we're... <laughs> we, we, we deserve that. We're children of divine parents. And I can't imagine that they would want us to be unkind to anybody, much less ourselves. So I'm not going to talk about specific goals at this point. I don't know that I have a lot of those narrowed down, but one of the things that I am committed to is um, working on that mindset, the gain mindset rather than gap thing uh, mindset, and then also um, having some uh, having a plan in place. So when I don't feel like doing something, what am I going to do? And working to accomplish what I want to accomplish rather than beating myself because I didn't do something that I thought on January 1st I would start to do or stop doing because somehow I'm a different person. I have no idea if any of this is helpful to you. I have no idea if you have other thoughts and opinions. I would love to hear those. You can certainly share those with me. Ken at chocolatecakebites.com and uh, make it a great year. 2022 is I'm I'm committed to making this my best year ever and hopefully you are too. Thanks for listening and we'll have our regular episode on Friday. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs>